0: hey guys, season 3 of uh, Dead Bat, this is the Trigger Happy Chatterbox, and as you can probably tell, uh, I'm by myself today, but I'm not alone, I decided to bring somebody else to the elements of things, um, but before I go ahead and reveal my guests, I want to let everybody know that uh, please like and uh, share facebook.com slash dpbats, and uh, our respective Facebook pages, of course the Trigger Happy Chatterbox, and the World's Greatest Detective 626. Now, you're probably hearing some extra noise because I brought a guest with me. I am a huge fan of this cosplay group. We actually met him last year, me and Kyle. And we met him under some really interesting circumstances. We actually were had, had the same hotel. And uh, if you don't know by now in the Florida area, you should know. It's Beware the Bat Family. What's going on, brother? What's up, man? How you doing? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Um, I, I know for sure that people in the Florida area... Uh, at least the central Florida area, along with some of the south, too. Because I know you guys, We you pretty much go to a good amount of cons in that area. Um, you know, pretty much know who you are. Whether it's Amazon Cosplayer, shout out to Stephanie. Um, you know, Nerdfit, shout out to Glenn. You know, you guys are pretty big. Like, whenever I see you guys, I'm like, oh, you know it's the con when they're here.
1: Thanks, hey, man. I appreciate that. We work pretty hard.
0: Yeah. Um... I guess the, the, the question I have, and I'll definitely ask this for every other uh, cosplayer going forward, because uh, you guys are amongst one of the very few cosplayers we've had on the show, um, how did you guys get started? I think that's the question.
1: Um, well, it started with uh, my father, because um, my my dad, uh, ever since I was growing up, uh, by the way, the-
0: see that whether i see i see you guys at mega con or see you guys at any of the tampa conventions i i definitely can tell like every person's role whether it actually is the characters or it's um the way you guys basically you know product yourselves around like the rest of the the peeps and the con i definitely can tell you're the you're the one that definitely gets some of the some of the stuff out there your dad is really cool uh, yo, like, salute to your dad. I love some of the stuff he does with his Batman, especially the one. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's the original blue and gray suit that he used to have. Uh, yeah. So, do you remember the long boxes on the comments I was telling you about that he was reading when he was yeah. young? Yes, yes. That's because to him, his
1: Batman is the Neil Adams 80s uh, Batman with the gray blue cowl and cape and the yellow oval symbol. The artist Neil Adams. Uh, his his rendition of Batman. To my dad, that is Batman. So he always wanted to do that
0: one. Yeah. I, I think... I gotta give your dad some credit, man. Because I think he's the only person that's ever done that one. And we've been... All across Florida, me and me and Kyle, we've we've been to Pensacola, we've been, I think the only place we have not gone to is Supercon, and we'll talk about future cons in a little bit, but that's one definitely we haven't gone to, but so far with all the cons we've went to, your dad is the only person who's ever done anything different with Batman, other than Kyle, and that's a huge endorsement, because both of them are probably hardcore Batman fans. Absolutely, oh yeah. You know. Um, well, it's, it's crazy too,
1: because... He said that he wants to do the blue Batman. And I was like, okay, but I, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what you're going to do Nightwing-wise, because I'm going to be right next to you. And he's like, oh, you're doing Disco Wing. The original Nightwing uh, with, the, with the disco
2: collar and everything. And I was like, oh. Mm. <okay>.
1: Mean, true hardcore, die hard Batman fans—not Batman fans that popped up, you know, five, ten years ago. No, I mean like deep cut Batman fans love it. I mean, absolutely—they're like, oh my goodness, I yeah, mean, it's unique. He pops, you know. Yeah. So he's gone on record saying that's his favorite one to wear.
0: Oh yeah, like um, and again, shout out to you guys because you guys have really. Put together something that like me and Kyle We went back to the house we are like yo let's do Something let's do something like what They're doing but like let's make our own spin To it so in, in other words I'm saying You guys inspired us and I think you inspire A lot of guys to um, You know a lot of groups that come to Cosplay and up their game in a sense Because you guys do bring some upper Echelon stuff man like when I First saw you was that red and black Nightwing I was like oh j- Jesus <laughs> You know
1: Cliche to say, but that does mean a lot to us, man. Because, you know, when you start off in cosplay, you know, it's not about likes or comments or anything. It's not. But you do see it. And you do see, you know, this person has 100K followers or whatever. And, you know, you're like, look, we're just doing this because it's fun and it's, it's just our family and how we bond. And to hear that, you know, it's inspiring for other cosplayers to really try out new things. That's
0: more important. I, I know it's cheesy, but that's more important than, you know, likes and, and all that nonsense. Yeah. Most definitely, man. And uh, I know our groups are going to be definitely uh, trying to link up at some point. We're going to try to do some stuff. Uh, and that leads me to uh, some of the future cosplays and things of that nature. I know, like, conventions and stuff, like, our group is, uh, is taking a bit of a hiatus period. Um, I know you were like, wait, you're not even going to Tampa Bay? I'm like... Yeah, I gotta a I got a wedding to go to, man. I, I can't. Um so I know for sure we're gonna definitely try doing Mega next year, but we're gonna be doing Dragon Con next year, and I wonder if you guys are gonna go to that one. To
1: which I'm sorry, say that again?
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, I meant uh Dragon Con next year. We're gonna try doing oh, yeah. that. Okay, that's what I thought you said. So first of all,
2: I'm super bummed you're not doing Tampa. <laughs> <laughs>
1: every time I go to a con I look forward to seeing you But it's okay I get it dude I We, we totally understand This thing is a
2: whole budget nightmare um, Yeah but, Yeah I mean it takes some time
1: and money But I mean it's, it's, it's worth it Every penny But uh, No I was gonna say uh, For Dragon Con So You know we started off small and everything And it was just Tampa Bay Comic Con And it was MegaCon Tampa Then it was Megacon Orlando, Supercon, like, we're, we're trying to expand expand out. And um, Liam of Superpower Reviews, uh, excellent YouTube channel, by the way. They do all the, all the um, like, con videos of the southeast. Yeah. This I mean,
0: beautiful on YouTube. Gotta check them out. But Liam was saying to my dad, he was like, we gotta convince him to go to Dragon Con. Yeah, now, man. Yeah, I think... Dude, I seriously think we're going next year.
1: So okay. All, my dad, once you get him on something, you can't stop him. He, he's committed to doing it because he is Batman.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, wait a minute, Bruce Wayne?
1: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just, so he's already looking up hotel rooms and everything like that. So, yeah, he, he is, uh, we're, we're probably going. I mean, I, I put an 85 percentage positive, and yes, we're going to Dragon Con.
0: Yeah, because the the group themselves were like, hey, man, we love the Florida cons. We love the momentum that we're doing. How can we ante this up? Like, the big goal is for us to go um, and take it to the next level and go after Dragon Con to New York. Because I'm from New York originally. And I told Kyle, I'm like, bro, you take that bat suit to Gotham City? Because that's what we call it. You know, you you take that shit to Gotham City, you're going to have a lot of people at your doorstep. Like, bro. And... Uh, I, I was wondering on the dragon kind of thing because man that would be huge and we you and me have talked about this off of off air here about putting together like a grand like bat family and yeah, man. that would be huge like my nephew was so hyped to do Tim it's unreal like it sucks that like he couldn't go with us for uh, Orlando and it's funny because he hit me up and he was like oh yeah man were there any Tims no there were no boots there game oh. <laughs> and then he, and then he was like no uncle really be serious were there any tim drakes there i'm like no there to me i didn't see any i mean it's a bummer i saw i mean we definitely got what we wanted out of it we saw you guys um we saw a couple of them that came down like i think it was deadpool mateo and a few of them that showed up but like we we got what we wanted like we saw you guys and we were like yo our dc cosplay is good like oh, yeah. You know, that picture that I put out there, the first picture we had coming out of MegaCon, I was like, I already know people are going to love this one, being that it's Nightwing or Red Hood. Um, and I think that leads to the next thing. Um, so I do have, uh, the, I think it's the most entertaining question. Who do you think would actually win in a fight between Dick Grayson and Jason Todd? I, I have to do this because you and me are both the two yeah. characters.
1: Jason's dead, so Nightwing isn't really in
2: it. So you couldn't actually fight Jason versus Dick. Yeah. Uh, uh, listen, okay, I'm obviously
1: biased. <laughs> you know this. <laughs> but I'll say this right now: I personally think uh, it's difficult, man. When you when you have someone
0: going into a fight with firearms, it changes the whole game. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it does. And who do I think is a better fighter? I think that Dick Grayson is a better fighter. Okay.
1: Simply because he completed his Robin training and uh, went through, I mean, many more years than Jason did. I think in my head canon, Jason probably had about two years of Robin training. Dick probably had about 10. Yeah. And I think that fighting-wise, Dick, obviously. But... I think when it comes to just pure passion and anger and and skill with like firearms with projectile weapons, Red Hood. Oh yeah. So it's it's difficult. It's difficult. I think I think in the experience department, obviously Nightwing I'm, I'm of course, I'm going to lean towards
0: Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured this was going to be a question worth asking. I knew this was going to be the outcome for it. Uh, I tried being fair, though. Like, I tried balancing it a little bit. Yeah, you did. Oh, I'll give you that because I thought automatically you were going to say Nightwing, and I would have yeah. laughed because I know it's like it would be a little out of your nature. Least, see, here's the thing. I was going to automatically tell you Red Hood because, I mean, you know me. I, I got to choose my boy over here, I got to choose Jaybird. Um, yeah. but if I'm going unbiased you're not wrong. You kind of hit the nail on a lot of the points that I was about to make. You know, my man's got a lot more experience under the Batman wing than Jason does, you know. It makes sense for one to choose uh Grayson. Another thing too, and I was going to do this at the con, like if you were going to if you were going to poke holes at me and bust my balls, I really had something there for you in the cufflinks. The whole battle uh, paddle of the cow kind of thing where, you know, hey, listen, you're the one that got to wear the cow not me oh yeah yeah you know what I think sorry to get off topic yeah yeah go ahead I think that
1: in my opinion like Dick Grayson's obviously my favorite Robin but I think that of all the Robins who's gonna be the
0: best Batman is Tim Drake because okay I'll I'll tell you why okay okay Okay. yeah you're good you're good because
1: Yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't want the mantle, and he is—he he is an acrobat, and he's a fighter, and but his personality—he like to embody the back is to strike fear in the heart of the enemy before the enemy even even thinks to fight back or anything like that. And when it comes down to it, you know, you have. Uh, I, I just personally think that Dick,
0: he, he wouldn't want it, and he doesn't embody the role of what Batman's supposed to be. Yeah. So with,
1: I, with Jason, I don't really need to say much.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the Battle of the Cowl already answered that question. Yeah. Now, when it comes to Damien, Damien is not ready.
1: Uh, Damien, like, there, everyone remembers the vengeance and, and fear aspect of Batman, but the compassion. And also, Damien hasn't proven himself as a detective yet. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you combine everything, understanding what it means to be the bat, uh, the motivation and enthusiasm to be the bat, the detective works, and the martial artistry, I think it comes down to Tim. And Tim has, there's only, okay, so Rachel Gould called two people detective batman and tim drake yeah Rachel, and i'll tell you this right now most of being batman isn't the fighting it's not being scary it's being the world's greatest detective yeah and tim has that and tim is more than willing to be batman and he understands and he's he was the only one that figured out who Bruce Wayne was before all this happened.
0: Yes, I do yeah. recall that. Yep.
1: You know, uh, I think that Tim will eventually get the mantle because he deserves it.
0: I feel you. Okay. I think it'd be cool. Um, I think you got to give Tim a bone here because everybody has their own nucleus except Tim to the point. Sure. I mean, you got Grayson being, you know, obviously Nightwing and Bloodhaven. You got Red Hood doing his thing with the Outlaws. You got Damien. Kind of being part of the Titans, like everybody has their nucleus except him. I mean, yeah. he, ha- he has the whole Red Robin thing, but I mean that could that could be pulled to the empty. Like everyone knows it's going to run its course, like everything else in the comics. And yeah. I think if you give him that role, despite of what Battle of the Cow showed us, because I'm trying to go outside of Battle of the Cow and actually agree with you, because I, he would be the guy that really take it. Um. Because I know Grayson would not want it. Um, and Jason, Jesus. I, I, I'm I, going to tell you right now, I hate that costume. The way that he ran Batman, by the way. It was ugly.
1: Oh, I have to agree completely. I, I, I'm not a fan. It's though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately.
1: You know, you can't take it back.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That freaking bandana on his, ma- his mouth. I was like, what in the world?
1: Oh, I feel like they didn't even try. They could have went so hard with with his Batman. Guy. I I think that they just added a face piece and then a yeah, the bandolier and called it a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not even like I I,
0: I, I don't know. But um, know. speaking of uh, going into the Robins and Batman and. Um, I know you have an opinion over the DCEU. Me and Kyle have shared it on numerous occasions what they should probably do. But based off of you know Batman versus Superman, based off of yeah. Justice League, based off of any of the- an- well, I won't even go into the animation movies just yet. I'll just go off of just the movies as they are on the silver screen. Um, what was your takeaway from both Bats versus Soups and Justice League as a whole? Uh,
1: what's my opinion on Batman versus Superman?
0: Yeah, like, both yeah. of the movies as they were. Because, I mean, you have Man of Steel, and that could be swayed in either direction, like, however you feel about it. But I think hitting the meat and potatoes first, being Bats versus soups and Justice League, would probably okay. be the best way to go about it. So, yeah, like, what I was really asking is, how do you feel about both of those movies? Do you think they hit it on the nail, or they flopped hard? Uh, okay,
1: so watching these movies, I have to remind myself that this is not, these are not my takes on these characters. These are alternate versions and I don't have any say so. So my whole thing is that with BBS, there were elements that I liked, but overall did not like the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say the same thing with justice league. Uh, I think the biggest problem that DC faces that they're they're currently rectifying is that they want to hop into the Marvel Avengers movie before doing the singular uh, the singular character driven dramas first. So with Marvel, you had a Iron Man movie, you had a Captain America movie, you had a Thor movie. You know, you you even had another Iron Man movie before you even got to the Avengers. So the build up. And if you can make individual characters interesting, then I care about putting them together and seeing how their personalities will clash or adhere to each other. Exactly. Yes. But when you do it in a way that's just like, here's some characters everyone should already know about. And uh, we're going to just throw it together. I, I, I just. I, I think that they rushed it and they didn't. They didn't understand what makes DC so special to fans because you have too many executives, you know, running that company. Whereas with Marvel, you have one, Kevin Feige, who loves the characters.
0: Yes. Um. Damn, you actually would have. You would have fit really well with our discussion, uh, season two, because that's exactly what me and Kyle actually said. I, I brought up the idea where it's like, and, and to go off your point is, you know, you bring characters that people care about. Well, you make that development happen. So when you go and watch Justice League and you see like Cyborg and Flash outside of the original Trinity, you, you can care less if they got hit by a bus because it's not like you cared before because they didn't put much de- development in these characters, period. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the problem I think DC has and I wish they would do exactly your layout because it'd be amazing. And I think what they could do is the Batman layout that you know I could see envisioned in my head where they can, they can go off of what Batman versus Superman was and, and if they really wanted to end the Affleck era, they could do an Under the Red Hood movie. I don't see why they can't. Uh,
1: because I think before you get to the Under the Red Hood story, which is one of the best Batman stories, Uh, I think that you have to do a good Batman story. You have to do a good Batman story, then you have to do a good Batman and Robin story where Dick is a kid. Then you have to do uh, a third story where it's Batman, uh, Jason, and a little bit of Barbara in there after Nightwing leaves for the Teen Titans. And I think that in the fourth movie, it's Batman dealing and coping with Jason's death and
0: then his return, obviously. The fourth one would be other under- like I have a whole
1: dude. <laughs> I have a whole thing in my head. I have a whole movie universe. <laughs>
0: no, I actually dig it. I I, I think it's this is one of the first one of the first few times where I think someone had something already, like, methodically put together in terms of uh batman and the dceu and it's it's actually welcoming because i mean kyle and and me will talk about it and i have not asked anyone in a while outside of our own camp about the dceu because it's i know it's something that doesn't want to people don't want to talk about it they're like hey it's whatever it's dead i'm like no not really and this is why and i i really hate defending it to its almighty core So when I talk to somebody like you, for example, who not only cosplays one of the very few characters I wish we saw in the DCEU, but has a good concept over what should be brought into the movies, it's rather refreshing.
1: Yes. I mean, I'll tell you this too. I don't know why I'm getting a a Birds of Prey movie that actually Gotham City Siren, not Birds of Prey. Uh, I don't know why we're getting a First of the Prey movie before I get my Green Lantern movie, before I get my Batman movie, a decent
0: Superman movie. Like, why am I getting a
1: Harley Quinn
0: movie? What? It yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I remember when that was announced, I read it and I just scrolled up because I didn't even yeah. bother to read any further with it. I was just like, hey, guys, you're making... You're, first of all, Suicide Squad, in my opinion, wasn't really all that great. It was cut really badly and Will Smith was playing Will Smith. Yeah. Um, you know, so when you put that in context, the movie really I think I gave the movie a four out of 10. And that's not yeah. even the worst, like when uh, X-Men Apocalypse, which is very few keywords you can bring up to me that will make me rage, which, of course, X-Men Apocalypse is one of those things. I gave yeah. it a three out of 10 because I'm a huge Apocalypse fan. And when yeah. I saw that movie, I'm like, how the fuck are we supposed to take five foot ten Apocalypse seriously next to six foot one Magneto? <laughs> yeah, like Napoleon's complex. Come on now, dude. Um,
1: I, I can't even. I can't even die if you if you push me over the edge into the abyss that is the 20th century Fox X Men franchise. I'll never come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll just get lost in anger for hours. Oh man,
0: I know but it's 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 very it's very abysmal to think about how they handled especially with Dark Phoenix I didn't even go see it and that's a huge statement yeah
1: um it. the the end of the X-Men franchise was Logan and yes. I, I'm content with that I'm yes
0: that. I so agree with you on that one um yeah. speaking of X-Men I just thought of something really random before I get into uh, a couple of the other topics I had you would make a kick-ass gambit okay I'm sorry kick-ass what? You'd make a kick-ass Gambit.
1: Dude, you know, I I really like Gambit, but if I'm going to be honest with you, I really want to do an awesome Cyclops. Oh, boy. Well, because I would really like for my girlfriend to do Jean Grey and me Cyclops because... I love that. I love that romance. I love Cyclops as a character. I like, remember that abyss I said.
0: Yes. If you, if you uh, it'll all start. It'll all begin and end with how they treated Cyclops in the movies. Oh man. I, I wow. You're probably the first Scott Summers fan in years that I'm talking to right now.
1: Because I read the comics
0: and I know. Yeah. Dude, I, I feel like I, I. Feel
1: Scott Summers like as a leader. I I understand him as a character. Like I, if I had to say, like I, you know me, man. I love Dick Grayson. He's my favorite DC superhero. Oh yeah. My favorite Marvel superhero is Scott Summers because of the burden that he carries, dude.
0: Yeah. I mean, he is a leader of a people. I will give him that. Like. Um, if it's, if it's not Deadpool, you're gonna laugh because we're really opposites right now. If it's not Deadpool, it's Wolverine. Um.
1: I, I understand, I understand that dynamic. I love the Wolverine-Cyclops dynamic. Oh, yeah. As much as I love the Jason and Dick
0: one. Oh, yeah. And if you ever do Cyclops, you let me know and I'll invest money in doing Wolverine. I'll even have the hair, too. Badass. Yes, I'll do it. Because if anyone's gonna do Cyclops and they're like, damn, I have no Wolvie, you can count on me to do it because... I've been wanting to, I'm a huge, whether it's, whether it's the old Weapon X stuff, like, I remember as a kid, I had this really old comic, it was like this ruby, this ruby red comic, and it was Weapon X, and it had, like, the blood on his claws, it was very Jim Lee-esque, um, and I had that, and I first read that, and it was really cool, I didn't get into Deadpool until, like, 98, 99, so, like, I was, I was so Wolverine, Captain America, and even She-Hulk before I got into Deadpool. So when I got into Wolvie, I was like, yo, man, I like this character, blah, blah, blah. And then when Deadpool came, I was like, yo, I like this guy. Not because of the fact that he has the same healing factor, or almost close to that, because at the time I didn't know what the difference was. Um, But he's just hilarious. And then Old Man Logan came out, and I was like, this has got to be single-handedly the best Logan comic ever.
1: exactly the comic you're talking about I I didn't collect like I didn't have X-Men comics like I didn't
0: collect X-Men comics what year was this? Um. well Mark Miller came out with this around I think it was 2001-2002 so at the time oh, I was oh, already right? yeah it was Mark Miller's Old Man Logan that was like loosely based off of the Logan movie right um, right so and, 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 no
1: I, I know that we're like uh I know that one, but I'm but the the all new X Men and Emma Frost is in it, right? And she has I I can remember I think, who drew that was that Frank Quietly?
0: Yeah, was I he? I am trying to think of who actually drew because there was a lot of really good ones out there. Like I remember Jim like Jim Lee did the Days of Future Past one. Um, yeah, yeah, that was really awesome. I I mean he's done a a slew of really good childhood comics back then. Um. But I'm trying to remember who drew for it. If, if anything, I'll definitely get ahead and Instagram you who who drew it. Um, because it was a very old comic. My father gave me this really big black briefcase of comics and trading cards. And that was the first one that I got. Um, and he said, hey, have it. And I just looked through. And there was a couple Deadpool ones. And I read it. But it was from Rob Liefeld. So I didn't give a shit until like Joe Kelly wrote for it. That's uh, a little, as a little jab at, at at Liefeld because, I mean, as much as I I love him for creating the character, he says a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. Oh my God. Just talk about a man that won't shut up, and talk about a man that can't even draw feet.
1: Yeah. Well, work with the mouth, man. <laughs> <I know. Yeah>. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> well, um, a couple things before uh, I let you go because I know, you know, I know you got some stuff to do. Um, but I do have, um, do have a couple things. How how do you feel about the DC animation uh, universe, like oh. like the Young Justice, that kind of stuff?
1: You know, whenever whenever I am wanting to watch a good DC movie, I find myself returning to the. Or, or just good DC material to remind me, you know, like obviously Wonder Woman and Aquaman and Shazam, great, fantastic DC films. Mm-hmm. But, but if I want to like remind myself like of the ensemble, the glory of DC comics, like I always return to Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, to Young Justice, to Batman the Animated Series. Superman, the animated series. I mean, all the DC, like, feature-length movies, you know, from War, you know, to New Frontier is my favorite one. Um, I just, I I always find myself returning to those to show new people who don't know much about these characters. These animated series actually capture, like, the, the animated universe actually can capture... These heroes that I love and these villains that I hate, (laughs) you know, like so, like, like I I love the animated stuff. I mean, they've had misses, yeah, but you know, it's okay. I mean, there's such a wealth of stuff. I mean, and it's the one thing that Marvel doesn't have that DC does. Yeah, you know, and and I just I hold on to that, clutch it tight to my chest. And, and I love it. And I'm just like, at least I have these, you know?
0: So. Yeah, you're not wrong. I gotta agree with you there, brother, because when it comes to the animations, they have kicked so much ass. It's unreal. Like I love. I know your dad has the Justice League Dark Cow, right? From Tigerstone? Yeah. yeah. So me and Kyle love that cow because it does really well with the chin portions of the cow really well. Um, oh, sure. And I, I do love... I don't think I've really seen... I think the one... That I really had a problem with was the Judas contract.
1: Yeah, well, because first of all, uh, okay, one of my, you get into why you don't like it.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just to me, like with uh, Justice League versus the Teen. Oh no, that was yeah, Justice League versus the Teen Titans. That one I can get behind because that was you, you got everything you loved about the Teen Titans and everything you loved about the Justice League, even though that was Trigon pretty much taking over. You know, Superman here and and so and so there. The the Judas contract. I think it's a blatant one. I think it's the idea that you're building, and I think you know where I'm going with this. A romance between Terra and Uh, Deathstroke,
1: which which was implied in the comic. I know, know but
0: it didn't age well, in my opinion. I'm just saying. No, well. I mean that is the, that's the biggest one. You know? <laughs> but
1: also, okay, something that kind of bothered me about Justice League versus Teen Titans and the Judas contract—it's a minor gripe, it really is, but it still bothers me. Yeah, that that the OG Teen Titans. Okay, well, not the OG OG Teen Titans, which consisted of Aqualad, you know, uh, <laughs> fucking Wonder Girl, not, not <laughs> them. But the but the the new Teen Titans from the eighties, the ones we think of, uh, Cyborg, Starfire, Robin, Beast Boy, and Raven were all the same age. Yeah. I don't I don't like how Dick and Starfire are like the mom and dad of the team and like Raven's a teenager and mm, and Cole, yeah. It's weird. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's it's weird. I don't like it. I, I like it. <laughs> and Beast Boy is—I I just dude I just don't know, man. It's—it's it's weird to me. It's just weird.
0: No, no, you you are you have got a valid point. I actually have to. I mean, I look at the age range, and I think that's another nitpick that I agree with you on. Because if it's the Teen Titans, everybody should be the same age, technically. Um, yeah. And so, don't get me wrong, like, that was one of the very few things that I had to overlook, even though it was a painful thing I had to overlook, because there's certain things that just you can't, and I understand with different people comes the idea where it's like, when you see that, it's a blatant sign of you just can't. Like, when I went to go see Age of Ultron, um, I had a huge fucking problem, because if anyone read the comics, they know Ultron was never really created by Tony Stark, he was created by Hank Pym, so going into that movie, I was very uncomfortable with that not being in the film. Yeah. So, I understand, because that's something you can't overlook, um, being that they should be all the same age, and the mom and dad being Starfire and Grayson. Yeah, that that's a valid statement. I definitely can agree with you on that.
1: Yeah, it's just, these are supposed to be kids and sidekicks, and like they're also, I understand they wanted to add Damien in there, because he's the new young Robin, and they
2: want people to watch him. And I get he has to modernize it and make it like nowadays and everything. But I just, I, I it's a minor right. It's a minor right. Yeah. And that, The thing about the Ultron thing, too, did bother me a great deal.
1: But, you know, what What, what bothers me about uh, Hank Pym comic wise, I'm going to go off on a tangent. Uh, oh, go ahead, bro. <laughs> You know how like he's infamous for two things: building Ultron and slapping Janet Van Dyne. Like those are those are two things that people won't let go. Yeah, right. And it's weird because in the in comic books, fucking Batman slapped Robin. Uh, uh, Tony Stark, I, I think, slapped um, Pepper Potts. Like, but everyone forgives these characters, but you know what I'm saying? But everyone remembers that about Hank Pym. It's so, it's so, it bothers me, because I like Hank Pym. These are complex character. I like complex characters. Yeah. You know? Hell, Peter slapped Mary Jane in the comics one time.
0: Yeah, so what I'm getting here is a double standard, and I understand where you're coming from. Yeah,
1: it's because these are not characters, nobody, nobody, prior to these movies, nobody gave a shit about Ant-Man. Or giant man, or yellow jacket, whatever you pick your your Hank Pym flavor of the week, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, sorry, we were talking about Teen Titans Justice League, and I went into Hank Pym slapping his wife.
0: Oh no, <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You were you were making a, a rather interesting point, and I think for anyone who is interested in going into the DC animation kind of universe and they watch the Teen Titans movies, they'll also know that from. You know, putting that into um, you know into context in comparison to that of Cartoon Network's you know beloved series, not Teen Titans Go. Fuck that show. Um, but the original <laughs> Teen Titans that you and I grew up with, you know, right, um, right. The so, anime inspired uh,
1: Teen Titans. Yeah. Two thousand three to oh six, I believe.
0: Yeah. It, like I, I've always like I'll I'll even say it too. This will be the first time I ever say it. Teen Titans has aged well for me to say this saying, and I feel like it works well. Teen Titans is like Wind Waker. Before, people were kind of like, oh, this is cool. But in 2019, if you say something bad about Teen Titans, your life is forfeit.
1: Yeah, well, you kind of got to look at it with the Teen Titans Go thing, which at first I was like, oh, this is disgusting. Get it away from me. But I, like now I'm just like, okay, they just made they made it more palatable for little kids. And I'm like, okay, I can accept, it's like the difference between watching the 1966
2: Batman TV show versus, you know, Batman now with Ben Affleck, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you have to, you have to accept, if you're, if you're a fan of these characters, you have to accept that there are are other iterations
1: you're not going to like. Yeah. And that's fine. I'm okay. You know, all right, then let these kids have their Teen Titans go, but I'll always have my
0: Teen Titans. Oh yeah, totally, hundred percent. I agree with you, man. Yeah. Um, now you know I have to ask this. There's like two really big questions that I gotta ask Uh-oh. you. Um, how did you feel about the uh, the live action Titans uh, show that came out a couple a year ago?
1: I was hoping you were gonna ask me that.
0: Yes, yeah. I was saving it for the very end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, the live action team Titans, or sorry, Titans. Show. Uh, I watched it. Um, I love the casting of everyone except for Raven. Uh, I thought Brendan Thwaites was a great... I thought his look... See, to me, he's what Nightwing looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought that the uh, casting... Uh, forgive me, I don't remember the actress's name, but the the actress who plays Starfire. And it's the Up. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, I thought that was inspired. Uh, I, I when I saw like, the costume that she was initially wearing, I was like, Oh, that doesn't it was like a like a fur coat with like a, a, a hooker purple dress and I was like, Ooh, I don't I don't like any of this. But once I saw it in the show, I was like, Okay, alright. And I, I thought that that was inspired. I was like, that's kind of cool. Um, Beast Boy was optimistic and dorky. I loved it. Uh, I, I don't know why they added Hawk and Dove. That was a little weird. And I felt that their episodes pulled away from what the story was trying to say. Yeah. I did I, I, I thought it was okay. <laughs> uh, it has a big. It has the same problem that I thought was with. Um, with the Justice League vs. Teen Titans and Teen Titans' um, Judas contract, where Dick and, and Corey are essentially the mom and dad of a group, which I'm like, no, you guys are supposed to be the same age.
2: Or roughly, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I, I wasn't a big fan of them
1: being mommy and daddy. But whatever. They're just doing that now, I guess. And... Um, yeah, I thought it was all right, man. I'm gonna watch the
0: second season. Yeah, uh, I'll watch it. Uh, I-, I hope Cyborg hops over. Oh, dude! I think Cyborg. Um, spoiler alert for anyone who went ahead and did not see Titans Team uh, Season One. You probably should go see it because I'm about to drop it in three, two, one. I want to oh, see Connor and uh, Crypto. I'm excited for those because we've never seen them in a in a show before. At oh least. My God.
1: I totally forgot that they had that stinger at the end of the season. Yeah. yeah. I totally forgot. That's
0: going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah. Ex- I'm excited for that. I think I have to agree with you on the same points because uh, when they asked us, uh, I got a DM from a friend of mine who was looking forward to hearing my impressions over his Titans because I actually saw it. Um, I know everybody, like, they were, like, avoiding it like the plague, but they were like, hey, let us know how it is. Well, we'll be back here. And when I saw it, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Okay. Yeah, it's. I feel like that's a fair um, a fair statement because they have things that they could work on, but the characters and how each person played it, you can pick out the good, the bad, the ugly with every single one of them on an even platform. Yeah. Um, uh, so. I agree with you, 7 out of 10. Um. I think if I I had to give anything, uh, uh, like, if I had to think of anything from 2018 that was just absolute trite shit, I I, I can't. Like, if I get into anything X-Men, we're going to be here for another three hours. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Oh, sure. um, So, if anything, yeah. I, I feel like the show was really good. I'm looking forward to season two. I believe that we're supposed to have Deathstroke as the main enemy.
1: Okay. See, now we're, okay. So, they're doing the Trigon thing right now. They'll have Deathstroke next season. Cool, cool. All right, let's keep this going. Let's let's keep the the actual Titans villains going. I want to see Gizmo. I want to see uh, Mammoth. I want to see uh, uh, Brother Blood. You know, I want to see all of it. You know, so I'm, I'm totally down with that. And I want to see more Titans. I mean, they're bringing Connor in with Crypto, which is a bonus. Yes. You know? uh, hopefully Cyborg will hop over from Doom Patrol because he's great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited too, man. I'm excited. Oh, man. just uh, And then, uh, I don't know if you heard this, but Variety did a story that had me wake up because I didn't even think that this was going to be ever a thing. But um, basically, I guess Warner Brothers and uh, a few execs were talking about a Red Hood movie. And second, uh, I, second I read that, I was like, what kind of movie are we getting? And the characters they're featuring are Arsenal and Starfire and immediately I was like, Oh shit, we're getting outlaws. Okay. Um am I excited for it? I kinda am, being that I had to go into New Fifty Two and Rebirth to kind of see the kind of leadership that Jason brings to the table. Um but at the same token I think it's too soon. Oh, I agree. Um, um It is too soon. Because I mean I get it, you want to try to put in Jensen. I call it Jensen Todd just because it rolls off the tongue a lot, like Batflex. Uh, hey, like. hey, hey. I like that. Um, I know Jensen is like a big, big, big fan. He kicked ass in the fucking 2010 movie. Um, I don't know though. Like if I had to think of another person, uh, is and I also fan casted Nightwing, which was like scary territory because I was like, oh god, is beware the bad family gonna hear this one? Because I hope he doesn't choke me. Um, yeah. Um, but I said uh, Milo Ventimiglia from Heroes, along with the Rocky Balboa movie as an older Nightwing, and then uh, Taron Egerton from Kingsman as Jason. But I feel oh, yeah. like, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. so we're,
1: we're
0: picking
1: our favorite actors
0: for. Okay. And if you uh, had to like switch out Beast Boy for someone else, like Ryan Potter, I would definitely have him as a as Tim because I mean he wanted to like I think he was auditioning for Tim at one point he didn't get it he got Beast Boy though
1: right well you know I'm sorry you know look I think he rocks as Beast Boy you're not always going to get the role that you want you're going to get the role that you need yes you know, um man you know I, I think I think that the casting is pretty good um Raven, though. There's something about Raven being a scared little goth girl. <laughs> like, just crying the whole season. Just like, please help me. And she's just like, I get it. Maybe this is an early version of Raven where she's not centered and emotionally stable and has no control. I get it. I get it. But I don't know. I'm just so used to seeing Raven as like this
0: girl who shows no emotion and she's just calm. You know? Oh, yeah. So, you and me had the same problems with Raven, believe me. You're not alone in yeah. that camp at all. I was feeling the same thing. Um, yeah. I was like really hoping to get the Injustice version, the one that like looks as menacing as I saw her. And, uh, yeah.
1: I was a horror villain, pretty
0: much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of Injustice, this is the last question for you. You know I had to ask this one, too, because, damn it, it'd be weird as fuck if I didn't get into this. How do you feel about Dick Grayson's death in Injustice 1?
1: I think it is perfect. Really? I like it, and I'll tell you why.
0: Holy think shit, really. let's get into this.
1: I'll tell you right now, this is an
0: alternate reality, yes? Yes, this is. Dick uh,
1: died being what he is, which is a awesome older brother. Stopping Damien from beating the shit. Uh, you know what I mean? And he said, Hey man, you got to knock it. You can't stop it, dude. That's not how we do things. He was true to his character in that moment where he said to Damien, Hey man, you got to cool it, dude. And Damien gets mad and throws that weapon and cracks dick in the back of the head. Yeah. And it's, it's everything you want a Batman story. It's tragic. There's a lesson to be learned. The characters are true to themselves and It's the perfect, it's perfect. I mean, how many times have you seen on the news, like, you know, drunk driver kills brother and car, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's the ultimate grief tragedy. And there's a line, there's a line where Batman is carrying Dick the same way he carried Jason. And he says, I don't remember the character he says it to, but he's like, my son is dead and it's a heavy moment because how many fucking sons can Batman, you know, see? and now it's even worse because it's not the Joker, or it's, 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 you know what I mean? Like, it's not some enemy, mortal enemy that gets him. No, it, it was, what is it called? Brother versus brother, something side. I, I knew it. It's like a Cain and Abel complex. Yeah. Where it's, where it's a brother, it's a brother kills another brother. And it's just, Damien, it, it, Damien, what was his undoing? His temper. Yeah. His anger. And and Damien, throughout the series, uh, reg- I mean, it's re- he, re- he regrets it. You know, did you read the comics um, that led up to Injustice One?
0: Yes, I actually wow. did. I was going to say, I actually like. Uh, I'm surprised that you did because I usually get people who don't and I usually get people revolting and yelling at me with an angry mob torch and everything. I usually get that as my answer.
1: No. Uh, no, I, I think I think, for the, like, obviously I don't want, you know what I mean? Obviously I don't want Dick to die. But I think that the way he died it was almost like a sacrifice that I believe Dick would make and it enhanced character of Damien who is arguably an unlikable character yeah it makes him him even more irredeemable and unforgivable yeah Yeah. and there's a scene too in the comic where where it's Damien's birthday and he receives a gift that was mailed to him and he opens it and there's a card that's attached and it said like to the next Batman or the next Nightwing or whatever, love Dick. And, mm-hmm. he, opens it and it, he opens it and it's, and it's a Nightwing costume.
0: Yeah, man.
1: And, and that just emotionally punches you right in the fucking gut because that's what Dick is. He's, a, he's the he's the best big brother that you never had, and that motherfucker killed him.
0: Yeah. I I, you and me both. If we ever see a Damien, we're just gonna bully him. I'm just kidding when I say that. <laughs> Because um, I, I feel you. Um, the way that I feel about the injustice angle and how he died was a lot better than how Dick died in Rebirth by oh, yeah. by a milestone. Because that one, that was an emotional one where it was Damien that did it. You know, you had some random shooter kill him and then it showed a hypocrite out of Batman. I don't know if you followed much of the events after uh, Red Hood and Batman fought and basically he exiled him from Gotham. But... The one thing that I did not like out of that Rebirth comic was it showed a huge hypocrite out of Batman. Here you are taking Kate Kane and Jason Todd, and you're basically saying, this is not what we do. We try to rehabilitate villains, and here you go trying to kill them. And then with Jason, I mean, I get it. He goes after the penguin because his father worked for him, and he's just like, yeah. yo, this is my, my father worked for you and you don't care because you're a schmuck, and then blasted him in front of people on live television, and then Kate kills Clayface with a sniper because of what she believes in is morally right, which, if, I mean, obviously, you can swing any fence you want to on that, but, you know, the Rebirth one was, well, once again, we're going to shoot him in the same place that Damien hit him in an alternate reality where that actually made sense, and this one doesn't. Dude, I think when it comes to...
1: Uh... When it comes down to it, you know, um, there is a... Throughout comics, there's a lot of shit that they fucking retcon and redo and blah, 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 blah. And eventually, it's however the fans like it the best. And I have to remind myself, like, these are alternate realities. Yeah. Like, this is not canon. You know, and I think that, like... You know, do you remember... I think it was a New 52, so it doesn't matter anymore. (laughs)
0: what <laughs> <But like>, uh, <laughs> well, am I wrong I mean, uh, <laughs> no you're not but I, I just it's funny as hell because everybody and their mother tells me that
1: yeah well in News 52 um, I believe Dick and Damian were the bat- were Batman and Robin which by the way
0: still one of my favorite comics ever yep. which, uh, yep. it's an optimistic fucking Batman and a cynical Robin mm-hmm. I loved it I loved it too but, you're hitting it right on the nail too
1: yeah and and I there was a I think that the, what they did with Red Hood and that where he's like okay you know I'm gonna be a better Batman or Robin so he becomes Red Hood and with his his sidekick was Scarlet so yeah like, you remember that
0: if I ever see a Scarlet I'm gonna flip and say follow me
1: dude I dude I thought that was perfect for Red Hood because that's exactly what Jason would do he'd be like hey Dick. You man, and you would take this fucked up little girl and make her the sidekick. And you know what I mean? Like, and I love Jason's costume because he looked like a superhero, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. man. If I see I a Scarlet know. at a con and you're there, I'm be like, follow me. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is my sidekick.
0: You know, like yeah. definitely. Um, and it was funny because my nephew came over and we made his uh, his Red Robin suit. Uh, and we actually just fixed it a little bit ago. So it has a little bit of the Dawn of Justice, but Rebirth kind of look. So it has two of the R's on the left-hand side. Um, oh, okay, with the Red right round. Okay, so that's the two R's. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we were talking, I was, I was just like, imagine a scenario where it's just, you know, like, it's Grayson and Tim, and they're talking, and Grayson's like, listen, do me a favor. Don't listen to anything, Jason says. And then Jason just comes over, he's like, shut up, Dickie.
1: Cause I'm gonna you know, say that I'm gonna
0: say that at one point I'm really gonna call you that if we ever see a con. You can call me whatever, cause you know me, man. I'm I'm fair game. You know how it is with you and me and the shenanigans.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I love the relate. So you know, of the core four, Robin. Oh yeah. I love the relationship that each one has with the other. For example, Dick and Jason can't be in the same room. They hate each other. Uh, <laughs> You have, you have Dick and Tim who work best together. I mean, they're, they're, they have a mutual understanding. they both, you know, they're, they're, they're the top two. You know what I mean? Yeah, and exactly. Then, and then you have uh, Dick and Damien, who Damien at first hated Dick, and now he loves Dick like a big brother.
2: Yeah. Cool.
1: And then my favorite dynamic, I mean, I could go through the whole thing, but my favorite dynamic is between Tim and Jason. Do you know anything about their dynamic?
0: oh yeah it's to the point where it's like me and Gabe uh, my nephew we pull it off all the time he's over here like playing and we'll do it not even acting as if we're Tim and Jason whatsoever it's just yeah. to the point where I will look at him and be like fuck you and then he'll be yeah. just like hey and that's yeah, how we are the entire fucking time
1: yeah it's, it's um I love their dynamic the best it's look like Jason is like the degenerate older brother, and Tim is the younger one. But Tim still like he loves he loves you know Dick, but at the same time he kind of like thinks Jason's pretty cool, but he he can't like show it in front of Bat Dad, you know? And he's like,
0: yeah, like, okay. like they like Tim
1: and Jason. I think that Jason is closest to Tim of all the
0: other Robins. I think so too. Like I think, uh, and me me and Kyle were talking about this. We got to the point where we were like, I think. If, if we really had to put Jason in any environment, we probably would not put him in a room with uh, with Damien. Just because of the idea where it's like, if I do see a Damien, I am going Justice 2 on him. And I will yeah. roast the kid. But, like, I won't roast, like, Tim or Grayson. Because as much as I compare them to the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where you know Raphael and Leo are going to always butt heads. You know if they got you, they'll go guns blazing and fight against the opposition absolutely yeah you know uh Ooh. tim is the same way too i feel like tim is uh you know not leo but uh, not michelangelo um damn uh, no. yeah my bad i don't know why i i did not think of Donnie. it's just i had a brain fart there for a minute but um but yeah he's Donnie. you know the brains of the group and it kind of works with with the the idea of robbins and you're absolutely right if it ever came to just the two of them in a room together, Jason and uh, and Grayson, oh dude, it's a YouTube video waiting to happen.
1: I mean, they start off with arguments with each other, you know.
0: Yeah, it's just, but, oh man. But uh, but yeah, one last thing. If uh, if this is the time for me to kind of kind of back up and kind of let you, uh, if you want to go ahead and promo shout shoutouts, uh, anything you want to do, this is perfectly the time to do it. Uh, take it away, buddy.
1: Um, I I have <laughs> uh, as far as promos go, guys, please follow us at Beware underscore the underscore bat underscore fam uh, on Instagram. Uh, we're kind of a junior cosplay thing, you know. Just look us up, like a few pictures, and uh, follow us, please. And chances are likely I'm going to follow you right back. So, um. That's it. That's all I really have. I mean, uh, we do have a Facebook page. It's under construction right now. Uh, same title. So, gotcha. but yeah, we're we're Central Florida based, and uh, we appreciate support, and we will support you.
0: Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um, but yeah, man, it was it, it is a pleasure to have you on the show. I know definitely we're gonna try to have you in future episodes, um, probably for like a panel or so. Because me and Kyle have been talking about trying to have. Well, not just us, but on occasion we'll have like me and him, but then we'll have like two or three other people, you know, via discord. So that way we can kind of have multiple opinions on the table because I mean, hey, if we could do that for the community where it's people with different ideas in terms of like whether we're talking about movies, video games, comic books, you name it, we'll talk about it. Like we we like having multiple people. Definitely. We got to if at some point we could definitely have you for the panel. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, in the future,
1: if you want to, you know, we could probably add on uh, my dad and uh, my girl and everything like that and get the whole Batman or just do individual shows. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. You know,
0: because
1: they're they're totally different personalities than me.
0: Oh, dude, without a doubt, man. Like, And that was another thing, too, because you said your girlfriend was Barbara. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, damn like I know that was the one missed opportunity because when we saw you and got that picture we had to haul ass yeah exactly that just like we were trying to get um my mom uh the Michael J Fox kind of thing she wanted a photo op and we didn't know how much the photo op was and we were trying to be on schedule and then we found out how much it was I was like oh I know I love Mike J but 170 so um yeah for me it was, it was yeah, for me, it was just a little too much. I couldn't do it. Um, but I know she got to see Luke Cage, which that was another thing that we, we had fun for for MegaCon. But when we saw you, we were like, we love you, dude. want to hang out, but we got to go. and I really, it's all good. Yeah. The beautiful thing about this, this whole
2: hobby is that, you know, there's lots of time in the world and there's many cons.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, so I wanted to ask you, uh, what are your next cause
0: plans? Oh, you have a question for me? I do. Oh, okay. Uh, my next cosplay. Um, well, I'm still doing. I'm still doing Red Hood. Um, okay. I'm, I'm still really gonna good, be good. a. Oh, happened?
2: I said good, good, good. Oh okay. yeah.
0: Um, I know that's a favorite for a lot of people. People are just like, you know, outside of Deadpool, you do a really good Jason. I'm just like, all right. Um, I want to do the silver strand kind of hair. I want to do the Lazarus strands. So yeah. yeah. So, um, that's one thing for sure I have not seen anyone do, um, and I also wanted to tell you this as well, I'll be trying to get my friend Kevin with us as well, he actually cosplays as Arsenal.
1: Oh, no way, nobody ever cosplays Arsenal, and that's such a good cosplay to pull
0: off, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, funny story, we actually, um... We he he works with me in Publix and we uh, we met and we were busting each other's balls. We were having some some you know funny bromance moments here or there after we got to know each other. And then he was like, you know, my favorite character is Arsenal, right? I was like, you've got to be shitting me.
1: That's the original asshole sidekick, and I, there's no there's no better fit for Jason as a friend, I think, than Arsenal.
0: Yeah. Um, he went with us to Pensacon, as a matter of fact. And um, we got a couple pictures. Me and my girlfriend is Starfire, and him is Arsenal. And I was like, I was all glee. I was tired. I had two hours of sleep. And I just, the second I saw him and we got pictures, I didn't even feel tired at all. I was so excited, adrenaline pumped. Because you don't see the Outlaws anywhere. No, you don't. And. I don't hell, I mean, you know, I'm glad there's your girl, Starfire. And she's adorable, by the way. <laughs> always so sweet when we see
1: her, and she just rock. She has what I think is Starfire's
0: personality. Ooh, okay. If she, honey, if you hear this one, you just got a endorsement.
1: <laughs> you know, I like I'm all, like just so pleasant. You know, every time, not not grumpy because we're all grumpy because we're hungry, but she's not. You know. And, and and yeah, she rocked it. And I love how I have two members of the Outlaws right there. Like you got man, you need Arsenal. You need because I love the Bizarro dynamic too. If you've been reading the comics.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, dude, pop up. Oh
1: yeah, it's it's awesome. But uh, yeah, man, I, I don't Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm the, I not I I go off on these tangents, dude. So, anyways, keep going. Keep going. So, oh, oh yeah, you're good.
0: <laughs> you're good. You're good. Um, and then there's Deadpool, obviously, which is, like, the one where you guys have always told me how good I do is Deadpool. So I continue yeah. doing it. Um, and that one is the most – that's the moneymaker. Like, that's the – not even the moneymaker. That's the one where I spend the most because that suit was just a motherfucker to get made. Um, but, like, you know, Deadpool, Red Hood. Noob Cybot I'm definitely continuing to do. I debuted that at Megacon Orlando. I will not paint my face black again, because no. that was a motherfucker to get off. I'll just say that. No doubt. Um, If I ever do another character, um, it's probably going to be, and I've talked about it for a little bit, we didn't do it because of the Vic Mignogna scandal and everything that went on uh, prior to Pensacon. But I was going to do Vegeta at one point. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I think
0: it'd be all right now to do. Yeah. yeah. I I mean, it's one of those things where we covered it in uh, season two and we had our things that we wanted to say about what happened with Vic and all the stuff that was going on currently. And I was like, ooh, I don't even know. And it just made me not like Dragon Ball for a little bit. Like, I needed to stray away because it just really put a bad taste in my mouth. Um, I can understand that. You're not the first person to you know. Oh, well, how, how did you feel about that? Because I'm curious.
1: I, I'm, in the, I'm in the exact same boat as you, man. I got you. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of turned me off to it a little bit, you know. Um, I just, my thing is, is that I'm, it's weird
2: because how I feel about that, about that particular series, Super. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, what, you know what I'm talking about? Because, yeah. dude, it's it's almost like. Remember when this is kind of like a weird example, but I think it fits in. You know, when you're growing up and you're watching Ghostbusters. And you have Ghostbusters one, you have Ghostbusters two, okay, and and it was awesome, and it's retro, and it was a big part of your childhood, and you loved it, and that was the shit. And then they come out with a whole new thing with with the with the the girl Ghostbusters, and you're like, okay, maybe. And then like you know, you're watching, it, and you're like, you know, I just I don't feel the magic, you know. And they try with the I just I didn't feel it with Super. I feel you. And, you know. There
0: there wow. was a there was a couple of redeeming qualities of that show that actually made it um made it good for me. Um number one, they just the way that they wrote Vegeta was probably the best thing that I could have asked for. They made Vegeta not second fiddle, but as the alternative to the point yeah. where if Goku did ever go tyrannical like Superman did in Injustice, well he has someone to fight against. Even though exactly. Yeah, and that's what I love about the writing of Super is like, I love that aspect. There, A lot of the stuff you just said hit the Beer Saga yeah. and then the Goku Black Saga. Because I yeah. I agree strongly on what you just said. Yeah. Um, the Jiren Saga was probably the most controversial one because Jiren is pretty much Batman in a Dragon Ball universe.
2: <laughs> That's so true.
0: Um, I'll never forget when they were like the evil doer took his parents away. I was like, Batman, what the fuck is wrong with y'all?
1: <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, no, you're you're spot on with that.
0: Like uh, I show. I laughed hysterically to no end with that episode. Like I went yeah. I went to work the next day and I'm like, yo, fuck this, sh- the whole show as a whole, and everybody at my job knows I'm like a really I'm I'm a comic I'm a comic fan. So when they saw that episode, they they were laughing at me like the Knicks always lose in the NBA, and they were just yeah. like, hey, John, how did, how did it feel, man? How was that episode? I'm like, go fuck yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But, yeah, I, I agree strongly with you on that one. Super had a lot of misses and not a lot of hits, whereas if you talk they about They
1: tried. It, there were some good elements. It's just, dude, I just. I don't really know how to
0: describe it. I, just, I wasn't feeling it, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. I think Z is gonna always be in my heart the best.
1: Yeah,
0: I I, I feel you on that one. You know, there's yeah. there's so many whether, and I think this is what the shows these days lack, and I think this is where you're you're probably gonna agree with me on this one too. The promos for Toonami. Got you so hyped for those shows that when you actually waited till 6 p.m. after you were done with your shitty-ass third-grade math homework, you were like, yo, let's go.
1: Yeah, I've been waiting, I've been waiting hours for this.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. So... But yeah, it's, it's hard to duplicate that, but getting off of track here, <laughs> I know it, it was, uh, that was, that was holy crap. I was like, you know, but we'll definitely <laughs> talk about Dragon Ball Super and the ins and outs on a future episode. But man, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show, brother. Yeah,
1: absolutely. this was an absolute pleasure.
0: Uh, anytime you need a guest, cat me and coach. Gotcha, Got man. It. But uh, <laughs> viewers, uh, guys that are listening to this, this is the Trigger Happy Chatterbox and this is Beware of the Bat, fam. Ooh, and you entered in right. Oh, uh, and yeah. And this is Dead Bat Solo, guys. Uh, catch you later. Stay gold. Without yeah. We're not falling. We'll take it back to the days. of yes, you We're holding on to bus Golden. Yeah. No,
2: on, no, on the stage, I'm raging. I'm rolling.
1: We're not falling. We're not falling. We'll take it back to the days. of yes, you We're holding on to Buzz Golden. No, on the stage,
2: I'm raging. I'm rolling.